you say? Luke, yes. I ain't no triathlete. That, that is for damn sure. But but I know that these sponsorship sponsorship rock sneakers suck. <laughs> I also know from my amateur experience that making three different fights with the six same fighters in the span of twenty four hours that is that is nothing, man. Everybody can yeah. do it. You've done it. You've done it in a in a black Mercedes Benz with tinted windows, with uh, no input from the fighters themselves, right? I've done it five minutes before the fight, man. Of course, and the fighters are all yes, of course. <laughs> um, on this sixty ninth episode of the MMA Love Love from America podcast, we have a difficult task, <laughs> and we have a very we have a very fun task, nonetheless. Um, because the MMA gods gave us everything they have. Also, a bit of BKFC talk, of course, because of course. it wouldn't be a Luke podcast without at least some BKFC talk, right? Yeah, this is the BKF, BKFC Love Podcast. <laughs> BKFC Headbutt Love Podcast. We we have to wait for Luke's energy levels to go up a bit um, because he he, I, he just maybe stood up. I was I was up late watching a little Cobra Kai. All right, of course. So, you know, We're already karate on the beach. Yes. Brawl here, brawl there. Good stuff. Yeah, they do they do a good job. We already we already watched through the whole season five. So yeah, no uh, no reaction pod for us then. No, oh, well, it's okay. But I can say. It's it's a good damn show, <laughs> but uh, uh, I mean we could we could talk Cobra Kai for the whole show, and some of our Discord members would probably execute themselves, <laughs> or us, or us. Good luck. We're we're living and, far and apart, man. <laughs> this is not the week. This is not the week for it. Because <laughs> look, where do we do we even start? I mean, look. We, we have love- to start on Monday because yes. that's the beginning of the week. Yes. Wait. Yeah, I think it was Monday. Okay, so a lot a lot happened. We 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 got given everything we asked for. Some results happened. Um some people made heel turns, etc. But you have to we both you and I both had super busy weeks working for the man and only Bend occasionally we bended the knee. We got as good paid. as we can. Yeah, we old. It's hard. But, <laughs> it's hard to bend the knee, though. It's not getting but easier. On Monday, at the UFC Performance Institute, everyone was there, mm-hmm. <laughs> including Paulo Costa. <laughs> Where I mean, Paulo Costa is everywhere these days. So I was not surprised. <laughs> I was not surprised to see him there. Get, getting some workouts in with good old Jake Jacob Shields. Why not? I mean, it, you're, getting getting badgered by Camzat. Yeah, getting That's... badgered by Camzat for Israel uh, in, uh, in insulting him mm-hmm. and humping him at the end of his fight. Can't. This was the thing that pissed Camzat off the most. Apparently, yeah, we can say that one of one of <laughs> the. You would. This is victim blaming, Matt. <laughs> this is. He should be upset with Israel. <laughs> yeah, look, Hamzat 
We'll talk a lot about Hamza this this podcast. Yeah. He he's one of the can we say a red threat or something like it, he, if it, most of the stuff or a lot of stuff this week centered around him. He was we the center of attention. These, these are red flags. I mean, red we, flag too. But I'm I'm looking for like a, a string of of a storyline. But it doesn't matter. Yes. Pal, <sighs> I'm grinning ear to ear, man. Probably, probably. We tried over the week. We tried a lot different different scenarios and and finding out who is to blame for all of this or who is to <laughs> congratulate for all of this. We're not. I, I'm not. Still not sure. And uh, some of some of us think that it's it was uh, it was clear that Paolo Costa is in the center. Boachinia. I, I feel like he's. I feel like he is the match that lit that lit the fire. Nate is always oh. always fun. Although I I was a bit critical of his performances pre-fight because I I'm a bit tired of his shtick because I I've been following that dude since he started and it didn't change much. I mean, he was he was way more eager to fight when he was younger, but his shtick stayed the same. Yeah. Then we had yeah. Kevin Holland, which I mean, look, Kevin Holland, <laughs> he's also fun. Dude, mm-hmm. is, dude is fun, right? Mm-hmm. He's super fun. You know what makes this week so fascinating for me? The, what? The, the most meme fight on this card pre-shuffling, nobody's talking about it. Ion Kutalaba fought Johnny Walker, which <laughs> which is in, in, in and of itself, on, on any other card... We probably talk most about these two um, lads and their new win or learn camps and stuff like this. But this week, just just a side note. Yeah. Although beautiful worm by Johnny Walker. It's yeah. It's no. Beautiful, it's no Jamie. Work. It's no Jamie the Worm Warner Worm though. But it's a good worm. I think he, I think he held back a little, honestly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, I who can he's, blame? He's him? probably got a little shoulder surgery PTSD yes. from the last time he did that shit. Can't blame the dude. Mm-mm. Look, we, we stuck on Monday that we already derailed, but that is probably a good theme because that that whole week derailed. How how much I older? Think, how I much think older that, is, that was is... when it happened. I think so. I think Costa put Camzat on tilt on Monday at the UFC PI. Yeah, dude. Hamzat and I think it was just over from there. Hamzat was on edge the whole week. Like he was beefing with everyone. With, with Kevin Holland, with Nate, with Boachinia. Mm-hmm. It's like, probably probably most of these guys, they got, they got on his nerves too. And as the week continued, it sort of was in the air that something was off. And after the fact, a lot of people came back and had their best... And biggest tinfoil hats on already said that it was all a, it was all planned, oh, all yeah. a big conspiracy I've... by the UFC. But then Dana gave oh, the best yeah. answer in the post fight press conference. We were saying, look, if you believe that we could control these these buffoons, these lunatics, then then you're <laughs> then, then you're like, <laughs> what are you even thinking? And I agree with him. How would yeah. you ever be able? You cannot you cannot plan a week with normal people. <laughs> so, no. How would this work? That's that's exactly no, what I think. Yeah, I, I I agree with them there. I can barely I can barely get dinner with more than three people. So so yeah, yeah. 
Um, where do we start with this? I mean, we, we, we have to start way before this card. We, we knew about Nate Diaz and him wanting to get out and, and make a lot of money, which, dude... I mean, we'll, we'll get back later to that. That dude will make... That dude is rich as fuck after this performance. And after... Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I want to call it luck, but <laughs> things certainly stumbled in his, in his direction. Yeah, we kind of, we kind of, we kind of got everything we wanted, even though, even though maybe the outcomes weren't what everybody wanted. We were kind of given everything we wanted by all these weight misses. What we didn't want, or at least I myself, I didn't want to see Hamzat fight Nate. And after the after the course of the evening and after the performances we saw, I think we know why. Dude, yeah, for sure. Look. Hamzat has yeah. some health issues, which is undeniable at the moment, but I was um, puzzling <laughs> this thing out with a, with a dude on the forum before. Like, what is what are his health problems? Because in the cage, dude doesn't look like he has health problems at all. Of course, he's... he's I don't... Of course, he's steamrolling and, and going out like a maniac. Yeah. Yeah, and, I'm real... You know, yeah, we're we're ducking under glove touches and getting takedowns and flowing from there. I I thought the performance from a from a pure just violence and fight and MMA perspective was awesome. Why uh, do we the, why do we hate the, the person, dude more? Why do why do we hate dude, the dude more because for, for the for the diving under the glove touch because thousands of people have done it before him. I I mean I I hate him. As just as much as I hated Colton Smith, <laughs> like I, I don't like. There you go. I'm not. I'm not hating him any special amount um, for that. He's uh, he's he's Matt. He seems like a real fucking headcase, man. And I'm yeah. really interested in when the doctor told him to stop cutting and what doctor told him that. Are we even sure that this is exactly what happened? Because we don't know. Like, do we? Well, we can speculate all day long, and it's probably probably the thing that happened that some doctor told him to stop cutting. But then, did you did you see any effect of that? Like anything at all? I no, and I'm I'm just real I'm just real confused too because I I thought he was supposed to be this devout person, and then it's f this f everybody kill murder die you know in the post fight and in the weigh-ins and 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 lying about this and that you know not touching gloves etc stuff like that is like it's i feel like there was a certain amount of like oh this guy's gonna be like khabib he's gonna be just this unstoppable force of stoic you know no it's not that's not how he is pretty he's not a he he's not He's not even that much of an un- like. I feel like there's five minutes, maybe four, that you just gotta attack, attack through, and get through with him, and then it's like a much a very even fight. And I think kind of because of what Burns did, um, Burns got taken down in the fir- he was just you know throwing hammer fists from the bottom back and didn't get finished. Yeah, some people um, had Burns in that fight. I'm not pre- I'm not sure that was a close nah. fight, but. Still, nah, if, that's if, that's just that's just Kamzat hate. Yeah, probably. Know. It's it, 
if he has health problems, and and we remember vividly that the dude had a pretty severe case of COVID, and yeah, he retired. He's, he didn't uh, want to fight again. He didn't want to fight again, but then higher and powers, <laughs> yeah, convinced his, him to, his, to just get, get on. It, and his war criminal buddy told him he was not retired, and that was that. Not unhappy about this because I think he's pretty good at what he's doing. Like the, you cannot, you of course you cannot be force against force in the in the first three to five minutes against that dude. That's probably his biggest strength that he just overwhelms you with his. Like he's not even good at wrestling. He's very good at scrambling. He's a yeah, an incredibly active wrestler, which. Khabib never was. Great, great flow and and I mean, great work by Holland trying to roll out of stuff. I yeah, thought it was yeah, super not, entertaining not while it lasted. Not two bad. minutes of two minutes of Holland rolling around trying not to get choked. But once the uh, once the once the Darce is locked on, uh, yeah, so. it's he, he didn't have much of an out there. Pretty no. pretty fair gesture at the end of that fight. Probably much of what we expected because. When we talk about the other fights, I mean, all of these fights, the the, the the three main bouts of the card, let's say like that, they were all shuffled around. So none of these guys had any time to prepare for a specific style or for a specific opponent, which most of the time I think makes fights a bit more fun, but they could also just go down the drain. And I'd say for, especially for for Kevin Holland, that was a huge task, not to be prepared for... That wrestling onslaught for, for the start—that's probably probably the worst. Is there a is is there a chance, or do you think there's a chance that you know the UFC says, "Look, you're at 185 now, and you can fight Kevin Holland again with a full camp"? Yeah, I think I think Dana hinted at it at the at the end of the camp. That would be good at the would, at the end of the press good. conference. I mean, I would definitely watch that. Dude looks huge. I don't. He's he's some. He gives me he gives me vibes of Anthony Rumble Johnson, who, who made one seventy once in his career too, and but then found his <laughs> true form. Like he, he evolved, <laughs> leveled up. I think I think Hamza might be a good one eighty fiver, but he made one seventy before, so not not quite sure. I mean, in the end, I don't I don't give a fuck. Look, make the weight, being being over eight. Eight pounds or whatever he was over—that's a bit ridiculous. But look, if you're if you're not able to cut the weight anymore, then you're not, and then you're the weight you're at. So, right. Most of the people—I don't know if you know this—but most of the people say that okay, they do a weigh-in when they land or when they arrive at the beginning of fight week. And then tin foil hat squad came out and said, from that point on, the UFC knew that he wasn't going to make weight. But I'm I'm not so sure, man. It's like. I mean, these guys are weighing in every goddamn day of their lives. You know, they're getting on a scale. Consult. Doesn't mean anything when but, they think that no. they can cut six pounds and overnight. You know, <laughs> like we consult like Dustin Poirier. Dustin Poirier, your favorite, your favorite oh, lightweight, is jumping on his bathroom scale, taking a picture of it, and sending it to Ariel on Thursday. Yeah, I can great. be on. I can be on weight right now. Yeah, I can great. Be, Love it. I can be on weight in two hours. I can lose six and a half pounds, you know. But every everyone and their mother knew that, of course, it's not possible to get a license, weigh in, have all the stuff done. But oh yeah, good thing, mate. You did. You did your weigh in. Got to get. Got to get your name in there. So gotta uh, get your name in there. podcast podcasters like me talk about you. So 
so we got Hamzat pretty much steamrolling through Kevin Holland, which was I mean, yeah, even with full camps, kind of expected. Well, yeah, it's just you know, if Holland can get through round one, does then it's Holland a different get ball. to finish him in round four? It's a five round fight. If it gets, if it goes that far, what happens? Uh, Holland was an insanely high underdog for a fight that was made one day before. Absolutely, that's ridiculous. And these I, these numbers and, are ridiculous. And I picked him. I picked Holland. But people are this high. Is, it's look, just too insane. I know that people are high on on Hamzat and they have all right to be, but not not sure why nobody of these guys is giving him a test. I thought at least the leech would would stay up a bit longer. I thought that Mershart at least would. <laughs> go on, go on past thirty seconds, but and now I even thought I, that Kevin Holland might be might be good. I I of course thought that Burns did a good job, but ultimately Burns may be a bit too far down the road already. Still a dog though, so mm-hmm. look, Hamza of course is good, and we don't have to hide that behind the fact that most of the people just don't like him at at this moment. But oh, do, oh I think it's. I think it's important to remember that. I think it means it. I think it. I think it's great. I think that this this heel turn is <laughs> this heel turn is good stuff, man. <laughs> like, like really, like it's it it it's gonna see like you're you're gonna main event fight nights from now on, you know. So, don't you think that dude is locked in for pay per views from this point on? Because uh, who are you matching him up against next? It's pretty difficult. He has to fight. He has to fight either Colby at one seventy, <laughs> or he has to fight Costa at one eighty-five. Dude, both of these fights, I, I think he wins both. Both of, these of them fights. are so good. <laughs> it's it's very good. <laughs> both of them are so good, dude. Very intriguing. I you hope could, that I hope that you that, could. I don't think Derek Brunson takes the fight. No, and I don't think he should fight someone in the top five of one eighty-five without a win at. At 185 standard, not yeah. catch weight, not nothing, you know, da, da, da. you know, it'll piss off everybody below him to see him fight Costa, but whatever, he's good, and he's a heel. the The booze that rang out compared to the the cheers that would have, like I think- people, people were high as fuck on this guy until he missed weight. I wish him to to cool down a bit because the dude is of course known for saying some pretty stupid shit in his day, and mm-hmm. this whole week he was on edge. Something clearly, I I think something was off with with his head or whatever. I hope he can calm down, like find a bit of peace. I think that this is going to be pretty normal for him, and I would like to see him cut weight every two months for the rest <laughs> of his life. Also, co-aligning with Till probably not not helping. It's not well, a good influence. Yeah, I mean, but he's, he's a dude. He's come on, like uh, <laughs> this dude is who he is. He's showing you who he is. He's not going to change. No, probably it's okay. Look, we're in the fight game, yeah. and and we we are known on this podcast not to. I mean, we know who we're dealing with here. I was. Uh, I will. I will admit to being really emotional about it last night. After he ducked under the glove touch and yelled a bunch of just heinous shit, in his I post don't fight. Yeah, I don't but, like it, but it's 
but, thousands but have done it I've, before. Thousands. Yeah, I have. I've calmed down significantly <laughs> since then. It is easy it, it to shake up. Yes. And, yeah, but I mean, you, you don't have you know, to touch last, golf stuff. Don't have when to Colton did that, when Colton did that and got onto the Ultimate Fighter, I was upset then too. And then Bobby Knuckles beat the shit out of him, and I was yeah, okay, okay with that. So whatever, you know. Some someday someone will beat the shit out of Kamzat, and I'll be right in the world. Kevin Holland should have known better because the respect thing surely is he something. absolutely should have. <laughs> so you don't have to touch gloves when you enter the cage, and then touch gloves again, and then hug, and all. It's you just don't have to do it. It's no. I don't know how why fans are demanding these guys to be these beacons of sportsmanship or whatever and and to be their role models because get the fuck out of here look look for role models in like I don't know somewhere else but speaking sh- speaking of role models uh-huh. I think we should move on yes <laughs> and talk about our UFC legends division <laughs> how- in the main event at 170 Tony Ferguson makes his 170 pound debut against Nathan Diaz. Uh-huh. For Nathan's final fight on his UFC contract, the fight that Nathan Diaz was supposed to get walked out and murdered by Kamzat, instead, we get a absolute love and respect festival from Tony Ferguson. Oh, you need to wait against the cage? Oh, uh, yeah, I'll just, you know, I'll just, uh, you go ahead and take a few breaths, man. You know. Dude, it's like, Diaz created this situation. DS manifested the BMF belt. That shit is amazing. DS manifested the Conor McGregor fight, which made him rich. And he made that of of a pretty... I mean, you know what Diaz is going to do? You know how he will look at Mm -hmm. the end of the fight? You know how how all of his fights go? This was no different. But he made that happen. Of course, he was lucky that... Lucky in some way that Hamza didn't didn't make weight and the fights got reshuffled, reshuffled and we basically got the fight we all clamored for for years. Um, are we happy that we got this fight? Because I have takes on, on Tony Ferguson. So, Tony Ferguson, the type of guy to cut everyone except Nate Diaz. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What happened? What? What happened? I think I think he, Tony looked like he hurt his knee warming up in the corner when he when he like danced around on his on his knees and then yes. his shin exploded like ten seconds in because that is that is something interesting to say and of course in, in the course of the fight as in all Nate Diaz fights if someone kicks him dudes dudes legs get chewed up pretty much pretty hard mm-hmm. yep but sometimes. If you believe it or not, Diaz is actually trying to block stuff or evade stuff. And sometimes... He checked a few. And sometimes it works. Yep. Still. Yep, like he the, checked a few. The, I saw it. Yeah. He put together some punches uh, in a couple different times that got Tony on the run, yep. which was absolutely wild to see. And Tony, I, dude, looks old. I love this guy. Yeah. And... Uh, looks old i would go one further and say that tony looked pretty shitty yeah half asked his is the rhythm on his techniques that a lot of yeah. unnecessary movement in and out and out of range punches like doing his best ghost busting um it's i don't think i don't think 
besides I was saying that he was doing pretty good against Chandler, he looked way different in this fight. He looked old. He looked slow. He looked old. He looked stiff. Yeah. Yep. So. <laughs> and there's even... a part of me, there's a part of me that wants to believe that this dude is out of the kindness of his heart, not tuning Nate Diaz up. <sighs> but it's not. It's not possible. I don't think so. It just can't possibly it's be too possible. hard. It's too hard not to do that. It's too hard. There's too much blood. You're getting punched by Nate Diaz. No, and Nate Diaz, Nate Diaz, he said he was wrestling the whole camp. He's bit, a bit more flubby than usual physique. Mm-hmm. Not sure what I believe about his camp anymore. Not sure. He was way more awkward than he usually is with the leaning and the stuff. I mean, I I get that he's doing this on purpose to lure Tony in or whomever his opponent would be to lure them in and maybe maybe it's a interesting way of distance gorging. I don't know, but sometimes after the third it got pretty awkward, man. Like leaning and walking away and talking to himself. Like, <laughs> what, yeah. what do you make of that? Uh, I guess it, God, it's just, there's, there was just a lot of like, I feel like it was mostly just showmanship for a bit of that too. Yeah. For his just, just like we needed, like, I feel like he knew I needed something after the last couple fights. And it, and I honestly like, even though that the weirdness was happening, I was grinning ear to ear for this entire fight. Um, even though it was stiff, even though both these guys were too old, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I think there was some of that. I think he was just like a little bit of feeding off the crowd kind of stuff. Yeah, also, the whole also... like leaning, Tony laying down. Uh, is like checking the watch. That's just that's just good shit. Yeah, probably probably also knowing that. I think he got a way better feeling that Ferguson might be off this night. And yeah, he was there for the show. Like he, he gave me gave me a vibe of when <laughs> when Rose's boyfriend Pat Barry husband fought for Nico Crocop and had his had his these fanboy boy moments or just <laughs> you, you know and and I that's what you allude to that you think that he gave him gave Diaz his most I don't think so but I think it's just Tony's Tony's game is gone well I think anybody else was resting against the cage I don't think Tony's letting him rest no the, Tony Tony also he got he got hit pretty hard with a lot of the punches that Diaz threw and I think we mm-hmm. have to agree now that it's the power of Diaz has to be pretty sneaky, and you don't like you really, really don't see it, and you you probably don't expect it. But then some of these punches hit you, and they don't they don't even look like um pr- like very good technique, so that you can say okay, technically this this punch might be thrown by a weak person and still hurt you pretty much. But it's it's not not how it looks like. And Ferguson got hit with some of these blows when he got down. But the choke defense, man. Did he did he actually try to defend that choke, or was he just out of it? I think he was tired as fucking out of it. 
probably yeah. Yeah. I think it's a I think it's a big I know that like yeah, we can reschedule fights and make this happen, but I do think it's a big ask for these guys to change opponents the night before like this. I think um, Ferguson I think Ferguson suffered with that, but what look his initial opponent was it the leech? I I don't even remember. Yeah. It's the leech. Oh, dude. There's I and like I'm I, there's no one in the top 15 that I want Tony to fight at 170. Nope. Um no. It's the same situation as as lightweight, honestly, where I would like I would like him out of the top. Well, after this fight I kind of want him to retire, but I don't think he ever does. I don't think so. <laughs> so do this BKFC bound. Yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, he could have some success there. I don't know, man. He but no you're not allowed stuff. to elbow. Yeah, that's the thing. You can't back. You can't spinning back elbow in BKFC. So I don't know. So look, in in one of the most unlikeliest of turn of events, with the beef with the UFC over the asking for Poirier and Ferguson for a month, allegedly, mm-hmm. then accepting whatever fight he wants. They wanted for here. him just just mm-hmm. to get out of there and make millions, and stumbling into this fight with Tony Ferguson and winning it gave the fans what he wanted and won it and yeah. winning it like with a finish, yeah. not not by some decision which I mean probably he would have won the decision too, but who whoever knows. And no hard feelings from the UFC; they gave him a fifty thousand dollar bonus, <laughs> and then but but nothing for Tony. Jesus fucking Christ. Also, Nate Nate in his post-fight was like, yeah, they had a love-hate relationship, but he respects, and then he's like, all the respect for Dana and the Fertitas and Hunter Campbell, that was a bit strange too. But he said that he he now, and maybe we'll we'll talk about a bit about where does Nate Diaz go from here? Like, what is your your take? What do you think he will do? My guess is he is offered many, many millions of dollars to box one of the Pauls. I hope so. And uh, <laughs> I I have a feeling it could be that. I mean, it could be McGregor boxing. No. But I don't, I don't think it happens. No, pal. Just knowing what we know about Connor, um, I don't really see that. I feel like if that was going to happen, it would have happened with the Pauls already. So, yeah, I I think Nate, I think I think the UFC would be crazy not to give him whatever he wanted and keep him, because you can you can have Nate fight some someone else in the UFC Legends division on the top of a pay per view and not even need a belt on the line yeah, and sell the shit out of it. Do you, did, does he resign? Does he go his own way like he stated that he wanted to? I imagine he does another sport I, and but. I mean, I feel I don't understand how this business works, obviously, because I feel like when you have someone like Nate, you should absolutely give them all the millions of dollars they want because the millions they are going to make you are in such excess of that number. Um, so I don't yeah, I, I don't think I I don't think I fully understand the business. I, I don't know why it's so hard to work with this guy when you could just isn't. give him money. I think they they think 
in more of wrestling terms as we as we might like and probably think that the Nate Diaz story has been told to the fans now. It, of course, some old schoolers and hardcores like him, but maybe new guys, the the Hamzat wave of fans or the probably they cannot follow the whole story, see his performances, probably not that impressed. The attitude, I mean, if you hear it the first time, it probably makes you chuckle, but if you heard it the second, third time, dude doesn't fight as much. He's 37 now. I mean, that could all be reasons why why they could be probably don't want to give him millions and millions of dollars. But then in the end, yeah, I I'd, I I'd agree with you. I that. give him, I give it to him, man. Like I give him the millions. I'd really love to know how many how many pay per views this event sold because if he wants five million a fight and he fights once a year and you have him headline or co main a pay per view once a year, it seems to make sense to me. I don't know. But then, as you stated, the, the the move in front of all of us is is a a pole boxing match. Has to be. But then we have Logan probably too big, and Jake now boxing Anderson Silva. If that happens, I mean we don't know, but yeah, that's okay. And we got, then we got time. But will if he loses, if if the Paul brother loses against good old Andy Silver. I mean, is, there the, is the luster still there? I think it doesn't matter, man. Okay, I don't no think problem. it. I don't think losses matter when it comes to the social media popularity of these guys. And and I think you'll see it. I think you could have seen it with Kamzat too. Like the popularity has transcended wins and losses, and now it's about you know Nate flexing and saying and saying real gangsters come from Stockton, you know. <laughs> Like it, it, it doesn't matter if Nate loses. He's twenty one and thirteen. He's the fan base is locked in, and they'll buy the ticket. Like if he fights Paul, I, I'm I, tuning I, in. Yeah, of course. You yeah, know? I mean, no brainer. And it doesn't matter if Paul loses to Andy Silver first. No, <laughs> like I'm fucking tuning it. If Nate boxes Anderson Silva, I'm tuning it. <laughs> so. It's uh, there, there, it, there is there's, a lot there. there's there's a there's a there's a there's the number of fighters that have that you can count them on one hand. There is a lot and, there. Uh, Nate's and, one of them, and I'm I'm here to just enjoy it. I have, I have the popcorn ready. I I'm interested yeah. in what, what I I am D Rod. I am D Rod on the outside of the brawl with my popcorn and my cell phone. Yes, exactly, D Rod. That's a good good segue. We had the leech. Mm-hmm. Maybe dude got more of a shine than we predicted, and it had dude looked dude looked good. Dude, dude looked good. The suit the suit was everywhere on on social media. Like people people loved <laughs> the people loved the attitude of the leech. They made that they made sad memes because he was so he he was <laughs> he, he made himself look good, man. In that in that suit, and he wanted to show it off, and he wanted to look good on stage, and then they just call it off. God damn it. Heartbreaking. And then... Yeah, dude, then he was he, smiling ear to ear too. He <laughs> was so ready to say hi to people. Dude, and oh, then... Man. Then he gets whatever offer backstage. Probably not a good one. Has probably to, not enough. Has to have a 180 pounds catchweight bout against D-Rod. Yeah. <laughs> Loses that one. <laughs> yeah, split decision. I saw a lot of people pretty upset. 
Yeah, it um, was close, man. It's it was close. I, I didn't eventful. like. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I'm not trying to be mean. There was one moment where I was like, "Oh, that was cool," and Leech caught a kick and kicked D Rod's leg and threw him on the ground. And I was like, "Oh yeah, give me that extreme Muay Thai shit. Give me it." But other than that, yeah, I was kind of like, I think eh. that even all three rounds they replayed one one sequence where Leech landed a, a a body kick where Rogan got a bit. Excite, oh, yeah, he but, got excited. but all in all, uh, three uneventful rounds, pretty close. I mean, can give that to whomever. I don't care. It's probably, yeah, it's fine. Probably neither of them deserved to win. <laughs> well, one of them got the win. They'll move on. This they'll they will put this insanity behind them. And 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 I would like to see whatever happens. I would like to see it at an actual weight class and not. Some goddamn catchweight. Yeah, but no one. But will, th- this fight will not be remembered, man. We will not remember this no. fight. Like this, it's just, this whole card was like the catchweight card. Yeah, even exactly. going into it, I don't even know what the fuck's going on. No one wanted to like actual fight at an actual weight class. No, so. but I mean, just from from a competitive standpoint, this this fight will just be forgotten. It's it it mm-hmm. more or less just couldn't have happened, and we we would have been at the same point now. Just yeah. Hope that the yeah, kind of soon. Yeah, kind of like yeah. him now. That's a good. It's a good. Yep. He sh- seems like a good dude. Yep, yep. Bring them all. Bring them all back. Give them more fights. But exactly. a lot of these, a lot of the undercard fights too, were just like, oh, those fights. Those fights happened, and they're on people's records now. Yeah. It's, okay. Although, and probably segue into the into uh, another fight. The, the fight that no one talked about, but it should have been the most talked about fight, the most talked about meme fight, anyway. Kutelaba, a guy <laughs> from Moldova, against yeah. Johnny. Your, win or your learn, fellow Walker. Euro. <laughs> yeah, win or learn, Coach Cav. Johnny kicked out of the arena. Walker. I mean, look, yeah, that happened too. I mean, they just, just just some footage after the after the fight, like two or three hours after the whole event was, and there was just Johnny Walker was just standing outside barefoot, still in his fighting gear, still with the gloves on, like somehow they kicked him out or whatever i don't know but <laughs> someone got the wrong memo and threw johnny walker out on the street and people in vegas are just walking around him staring at him yeah but he looks like not every not every day you get to see a ufc athlete up close and personal in their gear yeah probably not, also not see a ufc athlete that is big best resemblance of the what are these blue guys from the movie called the avatars <laughs> yeah it's like true. six four like it's He's gigantic. Look, Johnny Walker was always fun. He was he was on the Contender Series Brazil at some point. He's best known for his worm celebration injury. And then the winner learn gang comes in. Dude is get, gets from a like firecracker of a fighter to just a boring, boring dude. And mm-hmm. now <laughs> he fights Ion well, Kutalaba. Which... Ian Kutalaba will not let you get boring. No. I don't think. No, I don't think so. It's not possible. Because yeah. that dude makes so... too many mistakes not to to at least make it fun in, in one or two sequences. And then in that weight class, it doesn't need much to make guys a bit more risk. What, what, uh, you know what I mean. Like they, they'll, they will be able to, to take risks after they get hit a, a few. And I think that was a way more fun fight than it should have been. I yeah, I fully expected some bullshit. 
Yeah. It was way it was way more fun. And the bullshit, like we got the bullshit afterwards when they kicked him out of the arena. Of so it's great. At least then. It's, it's just follow, awesome. it just follows that dude. It um, it you know, it was really it was really a good main card, man. Look, Eon Eon had, had a good takedown at the start and uh, but but then Walker had a takedown too. Is Eon is Eon out of the UFC now? I don't know. You think no, they, they, I think I don't think he costs that much, so I no, doubt of course it. not. I don't think he's out. But has he? Does he have the performances you you like to see? I mean, yeah, of course. If you if you put some guys against him, fights will be fun, probably. But that is, isn't he on a on a like seven fight lose? No, I, I'm checking. Ah, uh, no, 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 twice no, no, against... no. He he beat he beat Khalil Roundtree. He lost twice to Megaman. He beat Devin Clark. Yeah, okay. And went to a draw with Justin Jacoby. It's not, it's not that bad. Oh, I mean, it's also not. It's not. It's not, good. it's not good. I mean, he lost to Ryan Spann, but <laughs> it's it's not that bad when you like factor in that it's light heavyweight. Of course, your your number one contender at light heavyweight today is is Glover. You know, and, yeah. and you've got the. It's just this the murderer's row of euros after that. So you know, yeah. Eon. You want to? <laughs> Tiago Santos is still listed on there. Uh, <laughs> He's gone. Whoops. PFL bound. Yeah, PFL bound. Tiago Santos. So, you know, Eon can fight Paul Craig. Uh-huh. No problem. Uh-huh. Sure. Or he can fight, or he's he's off the rankings, so he can fight whoever off yes. the rankings. He'll be around. He he needs another one or two losses. Look, <laughs> do you like do you like up kicks to the liver? Pal, this was probably, and I'm not joking. It's probably not that hard to believe. That is that is my favorite fight of the evening. I am. Oh, really? I am an Irene Aldana fanboy. Also, catchweight bout, by the way. Whatever. Also, catchweight. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I love this yeah. fight, man. This this was a good fight. I look Aldana. Aldana has good leg kicks. She has very good feints, good good jabs, especially in the first round. Her defense is on point. I I'm I don't know why yeah. she ever loses, but then she had a great first round. Yeah, very very great first round. And Macy looked okay, I guess. She's very big for. I mean, it's, that's one hundred and eighty centimeters for her. That's and and I think you saw the the size difference. Also, the reach difference there, and Irene just tuned her up in the first, and then, dude, good comeback in round two by Macy. I was really impressed. I oh. didn't. I I honestly expected her to get tuned up for two and a half or three rounds, and exactly. I I didn't expect just, this at just, all. And I just was really. Tight. Yeah, yeah. Stop. Like she, and, she she beat and all then, in a <laughs> Oh yeah, definitely. Dude, it's but halfway through the round, uh huh. Protect yourself at all times. I seriously thought she got kicked right in the crotch and like fell over. I, first, because I didn't it, see it at all, man. No, she was, was awkwardly so... holding her leg, and I thought that she somehow blew her knee out or something like that. That's probably the, the mode of, of operandi I'm in at the moment. But then the replay, man, it's amazing. God, just shut her right off. Shot her right off with a heel kick to the damn liver. 
Which up, like the heel went like up under her rib. It's amazing. Into it's so it was so perfect. Also, that is not a I mean that it it hits that precise, of course. That's probably a bit of you won't hit each and every kick when you throw it like this. But she was throwing these kicks. She was pedaling and she was she was trying to dig that heel in whatever she could, probably more on the on the upper leg, but dude, that was an amazing fucking TKO, man. I loved it. Yeah. By the way, also nice leg lock attempts and good long sequences of, of awkward positioning and good grappling and good exchanges. Like that, I, I really, really enjoyed that fight, man. That was a good. That was a good bout. Yep, I liked it a lot. I thought the heel kick to the liver, up, upper, up, up heel kick to the liver. <laughs> very good, man. fucking awesome. Very, very good, man. And there was. There was that. That was the main card, and it was great. It was totally so. worth think... m- worth my money. Uh, I I after all the all the insanity of the week and the weigh-ins and the fights and the brawls and the social media, I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to reward them. I'm buying this thing uh, because they need to know that I do care when they do the right thing. So I bought it. I they did, and as I said before, three matches completely reshuffled. Not always the best pointer to to good performances and good fights because, as I said, the game plans are off then. But man, did I think this main card truly, truly delivered in a way we couldn't have imagined in a while. Imagine being at a place now talking to me um, with uh, Hamza just mauling DS for two rounds until he either gets stopped by by cuts or by whatever. One, One and a half minutes. And Tony getting clattered by the leech. Yeah, no, dude, that's it, clattered, dude. We by could the leech. we could live in a completely different time zone, but it yeah. happened like this, so I'm pretty happy with the outcome. I was I was a bit fearful when I we chatted late last night before the event started, or or, or some someone this morning. Sorry, I'm sorry, and you you were not you you didn't g- gave off the vibe that you liked it, but. Probably well, just bumped because your your boy Tony lost. Yeah, I I I was grinning ear to ear for the entire Tony versus Nate fight. I I just uh, I guess I'm just a little bummed about Kamzat showing his ass so much uh, in in his personality. It it seems like a it seems like kind of a no-brainer to like have a bunch of fans when you are that good, and it's too bad he's just he too, so uninterested. Yeah, he's probably too serious for all of our tastes. That's probably we think. Yeah, we probably. think most of this is fun, and most of the the guys. Yeah, but I don't know. <laughs> John Jones yeah. was an asshole too, and some of these guys are. Pre- it's pretty the one bad. thing I I I was thinking about like. I don't remember anyone going I don't remember anyone going from cheers to booze quite overnight like this. Like John had to like John had to blow John had to blow Usada tw- two or three times and crash into a pregnant woman and flee the scene for people to not like him. <laughs> and still we think he's the goat. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, probably so, we shouldn't, man. It's yeah, it's it's hard. I don't probably know. we shouldn't, but but 
uh, if he Here never fights again, we might always. So Here we are, man. <laughs> yeah. So it's great. So, so there was really just two other things on the on the prelims that that need to be addressed, mm-hmm. and and one of them is one of them is the the easy one, and that's just to say, contender series doesn't matter. Uh, it's just a joke, and it's reality TV. So watch it and have fun, but don't think that you're not getting a contract if you if you lose or win, because the pleasure man arrived. Uh huh. Uh, to lose his unbeaten record against Jalton Almeida. He got yes. a fight in the UFC after getting told he would not get a fight in the UFC. Um, yeah, dude, just Jal- Jalton Almeida is a fucking problem. Yeah, just relentless on that, dude. It's, it's I mean, yeah, there was no room to breathe for, for Pleasure Man and sad but yeah Jailton I'm 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 excited I, th- I think we talked about this guy before that he's a problem dude is definitely a problem I don't know why they give him a, a bit of a step up now it's, it, I think it's time I think it's time we need short to... notice short was notice. it short notice okay I, I didn't know that yeah for Jailton yeah okay. he was supposed to fight Shamil Abdurakimov okay yeah but yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> um but <laughs> Anton showed up got beat Almeida got a fifty thousand dollar bonus for yep. beating him, and then we had Chris Huggy Bear, Beast Boy, Barnett mm-hmm. versus Jake, the prototype Collier. Mm-hmm. The it I Chris makes me so happy, <laughs> and after after four fights that I could just barely pay attention to. We had four of those fights that you talked about last week, the Mac Desi kind of fights where you're yes. just like I can't I can't care or pay attention anymore. We got Chris breakdancing his way out just getting people to getting people to 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 dance with him on the way out. <laughs> and Jake former middleweight Jake Collier just Full dad mode, beating the shit out of Chris for a round. Chris coming. It was if if heavyweight if heavyweight fights are going to be this entertaining, I'll take it all back. Yeah, dude. Because I... they are never this the gone versus tie fight, and now this. This is entertaining stuff, man. Pretty amazing if you consider that Barnett did not make the heavyweight limit, and didn't even make heavyweight. He looked yeah. like it. Jay Collier looked yeah. like it too. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. Uh, usually, I would say this: like two heavyweights making it out of the first round cannot be a good thing. But this first round was bonkers. And uh, what happened to Barnett's jaw? I think it's something something was way off in his face all the time. I think the jaw broke or something like that. UFC doctors are savages. Nevada doctors, yeah. They would like. What do you expect, man? They looked at this guy. Just just check the eyes, dude. His eye was shut. Dude's and the mouth, doctor, dude's the doctor was... held his eye open. The doctor <laughs> held the eyelid up. Can you see? Yeah. Okay. Great. You're good to go. Dude's chin you want to fight? Shuddering. Yeah. Yeah. His chin is like barely, barely. He looks like he had a stroke. Got a droopy, droopy face on half of his face. It's it's incredible, man. I loved it, dude. Yeah. And, I mean, and, I hated it, but I loved it. Yeah, and to, dude, call your has to be pretty bummed after this fight because uh, I, I think he got him beat. Mm. Mm. 
then uh, I I hope Barnett. they keep Jake around. I hope they keep Jake around. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, it was a good it was a good performance. But Barnett is I don't know how he survived. Probably he doesn't know himself. He was playing the damn bongos on Collier for for minutes on end until that dude just quit. Which I don't understand how this dude keeps cardio. It, ah, it's, it's unbelievable. DC loves it. Yeah, it's, it's predictable. <laughs> it's not a healthy style of fighting. It's not. It's not something I would advise. But man, and that was that was, uh, that was the UFC man. I have that one. The I have the pe- do, Don't you forget the peen kick bout mm. of the evening. <laughs> Which one was that? To Yuin versus Pickett, like the, the good oh, side peen kick in the second round. It, people thought that he didn't hit it, but dude, he picked up the cup with his, his <laughs> kick and then robbed the nuts. So yeah, and then a knee to the nutsack in the second, which also pretty clear. Like poor Pickett, man, dude got his nuts mangled. This fight was good. That was a good um, fight. Can I ask you? I I I'm glad you brought this up because I did actually write down a question to ask our favorite ref in Europe. In Europe, um, did uh have you ever signed someone's death warrant by taking a point from their opponent? I mean, what? what, what no, their death certificate. I hope death I by I don't hope death, so. death by point. Death by point taking by Beltran. Because once Beltran did that. Dennis was it was Dennis knew it was like it was on yeah, yeah like he was gonna kill him. No, I don't know that if yeah. the if the fight was was close to that point. Um, but the the short elbows and the jabs and interesting fighter in Tuyuin, I I don't remember seeing him ever before. But I thought both of these guys were a bit plotting and slow for middleweight. They were until he took the point. Exactly then. And then Tillian is was like, no, fuck didn't that. Like, didn't like I'm the kill. Yeah. Yeah, pal. That so was. I, I kind of loved it. I think I loved it. I think this is a a UFC pay per view to remember. I think everything that that led up to the event was great. The event was good, and now I'm excited for the aftermath. What what will happen now? <laughs> Because Dude. N- none of these fights were, were of pretty big consequence as we started the week. And then, of course, with the DS and Ferguson thing and DS winning and Hamza t- just showing again, it, showing that he's, he's a dominant force to be reckoned with. Yeah. 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 I think we know, yeah. we know more and that we, we imagined. Yeah. I mean, well, at, at least we were entertained by things that we wanted. Exactly. Instead of things that were horrifying, because you tried to you tried to get me to talk about it last week, and I just I did everything I could to talk about anything but the fights that they were going to make. Um, I was not a fan. And my my hype level went from like a like a three out of ten last Sunday when we recorded to a ten out of ten on Friday. Exactly. Like I was trying to work. I was trying to get stuff done, Hard. and I finally looked at. Hard. I tried to look at the computer, man. I looked at the computer after weigh-ins, and everyone had missed weight, and shit was insane, and I got nothing done for the next two hours. Yeah, it's pretty insane. Just, Three... just cracked out, hitting the refresh key on the browser, waiting for more tweets. We didn't you know? look. We didn't even hit the backstage brawl story, which <laughs> supposedly happened. We we haven't seen footage. It's like people... Dana. Dana's like, yeah, they had 
Niaz showed up with 57 guys, and Kamzad had 42 guys, and then you see the backstage brawl from D-Rod's cell phone, and there's no one there except Holland and Kamzad. Yikes. So because they, of course, we we just we just glanced over it, but like they said that they had they, they cancelled the press conference because of safety concerns, which probably was a smart idea. I mean, yeah, it, it maybe work. safety concerns because the goddamn fans were going to brawl yes, in the stands. That's that's what nobody got. It's it's not the issue weren't particularly the fighters, I guess, but they they really thought that some brawls would break out in the in the crowd. So. Probably a, they absolutely probably smart. I mean, that's what we got when Khabib jumped the fence and drop kicked uh, Dylan Danis. Uh-huh. That's what we got in T-Mobile Arena. We got some good. <laughs> we got some good fan fights. And not opposed to a fan fight, although just leave leave people out I, of it that don't, that don't want to be in there, and that is pretty hard to do if it's just brawl in the in the open. So. I doubt you can do this in America due to liability issues and, and the litigiousness of the common American lawyer, but there is a there's an argument to be made here to just let people sign waivers, put some headgear and pads on, and let them go at it in the apex. I would watch. Like get some you get some Camzat fan you get you get some big overweight Camzat fan versus some big overweight guy who's a Diaz fan. Just put some headgear on them, let them go for like till they run out of gas, which will take about forty-five seconds. It'd be amazing. Yeah, look, MMA is known for having just just dudes that walk off the street or from the bar stool right into the cage. Probably in a bit lower lower um, leagues, but it's not it's not it's not unheard of. Mm-mm. Well, yeah, it's I, I enjoyed it, and maybe for all the wrong reasons, but as a, as older I get. I mean, you have to question what we're watching here. We really have to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's... You do. You have to... There needs to be a, a reason to not get jaded by stuff like this. Yeah. And the circus and the fun is, is why we call it MMA love and not MMA hate. Yeah, exactly. And now... We, yeah, do... It's hard for me to just pick up some some stuff that happened during the week and let you react to it because there we cannot top it. It was too it was too much. Yeah. Also, I, I'm not sure uh, if it, he... there are a couple there are a couple little things you saw. You saw the uh, the girl that actually knows how to be an MMA journalist. The the little girl, Mini Khabib. Mm-hmm. You see her tweet. Mm-hmm. She worried about Kamzat all night, man, uh-huh. because he was drinking He's... sparkling water. She was very precise Spar- in the. That's how I know it's not a lie. Yeah, th- true. She was there, pal. She was there at the buffet. <laughs> she saw him drinking sparkling water and eating food for hours. <laughs> she was up all night thinking about it for hours, man. Yeah. She amazing. knew. Mini Khabib knew. Mini Khabib knew. Mini Khabib was on the beat. She was on the street yeah. in Vegas, the last, on the strip, the last doing the journal. work. The last ger- where the fuck were you, Mike Heck? At nowhere. God, come on, guys. No, Just it's... walk the strip, talk to people. <laughs> Have you seen an MMA fighter anywhere? Where were they? Where is Johnny? Go, fu- go find these guys. Where is Johnny? They're Walker? not hard where to is find. The, where is her reporting on Johnny Walker? Is is our that's Johnny true. Walker? She and... was probably still watching fights at that point. Yeah, but, but yeah, that's true. Is Johnny our Johnny Walker and Kavanaugh? Are they still roaming the streets like helpless, like deer in the headlights type of type of shit? 
I don't know. It doesn't say. I typed in where is Johnny Walker into Google. It's not telling me. <laughs> it's probably probably interesting Khabib, search results. Mini Khabib. Well, that's true. Yes. John Kavanaugh and Johnny Walker kicked out of arena. Dana White responds. Yeah, that's good. Thank you, Bloody <laughs> Elbow. Thanks. Yeah, good. Very good. Dana White responds. Uh, Always a good thing. So, Mini Khabib, um, my uh, journalist of the year, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, this whole event, circus shit of the year, I think. Mm -hmm. um, the uh, What were the other good ones? Costa was on it all week. He's still on it. Um, there are a couple other, there was one, there was one really good one that I saw that was like the UFC promo for the rock shoes. And then cut in at the end was Nate Diaz saying these shoes fucking suck, which <laughs> we have to agree on this one. They're awful looking things. It's, uh, I haven't worn them, but they look bad. Yeah. Hard to imagine that they're any good, but I like the I like this this honesty of of DS if he doesn't like something it's it's refreshing because we, well, we start pay the band pay the dude if you're gonna make him wear shoes he doesn't like so at least exactly. give him some money they yeah. told me I have to wear this shit these shoes fucking suck <laughs> so good <laughs> I think I think we we are done with this podcast man I think the more just call it you can't no you, BKFC no, talk no yeah you're pretty hard one but steady what does that even mean. It means she. It means they made her a belt. Did and she did, won the belt. Did, did she flash off the crowd? No, come on, hey. <laughs> Just asking. Seems to be a thing now. Just asking the hard journalist. No, that's that's not her gimmick. That's that other woman's gimmick. Exactly. You, everybody needs a gimmick. I enjoyed Retains this. I enjoyed this, Luke. Me too, man. I Episode sixty-nine. That's insanity. I mean. That's that's pretty, that that is that is going to be hard to top, especially if you look at the cards, the few coming weeks. Um, well, they, they really have mm. to. Sandhagen versus Song, Dirt no, versus Jan. Hobo Cop, Hobo Cop is coming. So Grosso versus Arujo is a fight night headliner. <laughs> Gregory Gregory Rodriguez Hobo Cop will fight Chidi Ninjukwani. Look, just I'm saying. into that. Just, just say there just. Some fights. Exactly. And There's nothing that, wrong with just some fights. That's and with fine. That, Let's do it. I think, I think we're done. I'm, I'm done at least. All right. Have a good one. All right. Later. I feel fucking awesome. Why does it matter? I'm here. I'm a killer.